If you've ever been interested in having your own top-level domain, that would be instead of a .com, having your own .show, .podcast, .whatever in the world you want to have as a .something, then we've got a great conversation for you to learn about how to get that, what it takes, and maybe what you should consider. This video is sponsored by Podcaster Society. Join our elite community of podcasters for everything you need after episode one. Grow your podcast from average to amazing at podcastersociety.com. Hi, I'm Daniel J. Lewis from the AudacityToPodcast.com. I'm here at CES Showstoppers, and I'm covering this as part of Tech Podcast Network. I'm talking with Roland from Affilius. Roland, thank you very much for joining me. And Roland, first explain to me, what does Affilius offer? Well, Affilius is an internet top-level domain registry company. So we do all of the work that maintains the master database for names like .info, .mobi, .pro, and a host of others. Uh, which we own and operate. We set the policies for them and we manage those domains entirely. We also do technology that supports other people's top-level domains, um, such as the .org domain, which we do for public interest registry. Uh, we do the support for, for Marriott, for example, for .marriott, which is coming. We do the support for .vegas, uh, which is here in, uh, you know, which is where CES is this year. So we, we're really a technology company uh, that helps folks get their own top-level domains. So let's say I wanted a .daniel domain. What would it take for me to get my own .daniel domain? Well, first, we'll have to wait for ICANN, which is the entity that opens the route and manages the route, uh, to open another round of top-level domains. As you can see from this sign, .info was done in 2001, mm -hmm. uh, .mobi and .pro were launched in 2004. Those were two separate rounds. And then all these other lower down ones uh, we're done in 2012, and they're just now rolling out. So about 1,300 names were applied for back in 2012, and so far about 850 of those names have expanded onto the internet. So now we have to wait another couple of years until ICANN opens the route again. Uh, ICANN will publish a, a guidebook which, which is expected to have 50 questions in it, which is what happened in the 2012 round. Um, so, the, so the entity that decides to apply We'll have to submit this application, this very detailed application, uh, to ICANN. ICANN will then evaluate, and, and uh, we expect that, uh, well, the last round was $185,000 application fee. So it's not an insignificant thing. Big companies have this kind of money, it, not so much podcasters in general, although it can probably be done. So to get a dot podcast, we'll have to uh, apply to ICANN, we'll have to go through the evaluation process, and a company like Affiliates can help with some of that, uh, at least the technology part of it. Uh, and then, if it's approved by ICANN, then you'd proceed to launch. That's setting it up in the DNS, uh, setting the policy rules and so forth, the eligibility and all of that, um, and then operating the TLD uh, by offering names through domain name registrars like GoDaddy and 101 Domain and, and a host of other ones all over the planet. So then, it's it's, that's the barrier to entry, is 200,000, roughly 200,000, is what's required regardless of what that TLD is, or TLD stands for top level domain, that .com or dot .whatever it is you want. Yeah, to the right of the dot. That's what's to the right of the dot. Okay. But, but the reason, I mean, it seems expensive, 
uh, from an individual standpoint, and it is, mm -hmm. but the reason for the $185,000 is for ICANN to hire subject matter experts that evaluate every one of these 50 questions or so that are in the, that are in the application. Uh, so the business plan, uh, the financial part of it, mm. uh, a lot of detailed technical stuff, um, and it's not inexpensive to have that done properly. So ICANN builds this in to enable itself to be able to get resources to do a very thorough evaluation. And once it passes through those screens, then it's, then it's relatively easy to do the rest of it, which is you know, delegating and, and uh, launching and so forth. So if I wanted to have my own dot Daniel, Right. and I wanted to be able to sell that to other people, that other people could get a dot .Daniel. Uh, what kind of freedom or control, rather, do I have over who can get a dot .Daniel domain? Well, ICANN will require you in their contract to implement a number of security measures on the top-level domain so that abuse doesn't uh, become part of it. Mm. But beyond that, you can set the eligibility requirements, like who can be eligible for one. Um, you can police those requirements. Uh, and you can set all the policies for acceptable use as well. So not only eligibility as to who can have one, but what they can do with it when they do have one. So for example, if we as a community wanted to get a dot podcast going, we could say a rule is you have to have a podcast in iTunes in order to get your own dot podcast domain, or maybe we could say your podcast must have so many episodes, or we could pretty much make up whatever rules we well, want, you, right? You are the experts in podcasting, so I don't know what constitutes a legitimate <laughs> podcasting entity, um, but, but as the owner of the top level domain, you would have the power to say, you know, what are the qualifications that an applicant has to meet in order to get a second level dot podcast uh, name, domain name. So when we look at something like a .info, which has been around now for nearly a decade or more, um, someone paid close to $200,000 to get that involved, right? Well, the requirements back in 2001 were quite a bit different okay. than what they are today. In 2001, there was no applicant guidebook. Mm. There was an application. Um, and I think the application fee, if I remember correctly, was like $50,000. But for $50,000 in 2001, you could apply for as many top-level domains as you wanted. Oh, wow. but, the, uh, but, it, but there was no guarantee that you'd get them. In fact, our company applied for a number of them and we only got .info. Mm. So it, it's a tough process to get through. Yeah. But um, one of the things that's often concerned me, I come from a web design background where I'm often focused on usability. Mm -hmm. And there's this whole, like, I don't know what you want to call it, web 2.0 or just information 2.0, but people tend to like to make something look trendy by putting a dot in the middle of it. So now we have all of these top level domains like dot photography, dot guru, dot market, dot all of these things, and they're not immediately evident as being a web address. If someone sees like Daniel dot Lewis, that, that doesn't immediately look like a web address. So what advice would you give to making that more obvious that it's a web address if we were to get into some of these more fringe top-level domains? That's a good question, Daniel. <laughs> but I think what's going to happen here is consumers are going to over time become accustomed to the fact that there's more than common net on the internet in terms of addresses. Um, and they're going to start seeing cities like uh, Las Vegas have .Vegas addresses. They're going to start seeing uh, um, more generic TLDs like .red and blue and, mm. and uh, organic even. Um, they're going to get used to seeing companies like Marriott and Hermes and uh, BNP Paribas and Barclays all have their web presence at a .brand address. 
So I think as consumers begin uh, becoming more accustomed to seeing that, uh, that way, I think it'll be evident that those are, those are web addresses and not some uh, creative way to uh, gain, gain attention in advertisement. Yeah. So uh, I think there could be certain language you could use, like maybe visit something dot something. Uh, see us or, at, that, that, exactly, that kind of thing. Yeah. And, and I hate to say it, but maybe adding the www or the http colon slash slash until oh. something is more rec <laughs> Yeah, I know, I hate that. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm thinking, no, I don't want that. We, we've worked so hard to get past that, but exactly. I think you really need to be careful with this kind of thing, but I think it presents a lot of great potential. So, uh, for those who are interested in this, and maybe you have the financial power to implement this, or maybe they have the community power to rally a bunch of fans to make something. Like, I know we've often talked about in the podcasting community having a dot show or dot podcast or something like that. What can you do with Affilius that can help us out, and where can we find more information? Well, we're a technology services provider. So, so what, the way we can help is, and we understand the ICANN process because we've lived in the ICANN world for, for uh, more than a decade now. Mm -hmm. um, so we can provide advice on how to do it. Um, we can provide all of the technical answers. We can provide all the technology once it's approved so that it actually will operate in an efficient uh, manner that's consistent with global standards. Um, but I think being able to sit down with somebody that you trust, that, you, that understands what you're trying to do, and that wants to help, I think will help a lot of folks to uh, get new top level domains in the next round. Great, so where can people go to find more information about Affilius and the services you offer? Well, we live at affilius.info. I mean, .info is our own top level domain, so it's <laughs> A-F-I-L-I-A-S, just like it says on the sign, .info. Visit podcasterssociety.com to join our elite community of podcasters for everything you need after episode one. You'll get exclusive access to weekly webinars, a private community, video tutorials, members-only discounts on podcasting tools, real-time support, and more. Whether you're a hobbyist or a professional, Podcaster Society will help you improve your podcasting content, presentation, production, promotion, and profit. Grow your podcast from average to amazing at podcastersociety.com. Podcaster Society.